You're listening to Simple Roots Radio, episode number 103, and today we're answering another question in your most embarrassing health questions answered. How do you get rid of dandruff for good? Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. And we're back with the most embarrassing health questions answered, and we have a special guest dandruff oh we're talking about dandruff i meant to introduce yourself but today we are talking about dandruff that was the question of the day why do you get dandruff and how do you get rid of it naturally so and why would you want to do you have have you ever had dandruff no i feel like i have blonde hair so maybe you wouldn't notice it as much but statistically guess what percentage of the population has dandruff 60 50. So one in every two people have dandruff or suffer from dandruff. And the hard thing is, is once people get it, it's really hard for it to go away unless you do some measures to get rid of it. Because dandruff isn't just caused by dryness of the scalp. What do you think dandruff is caused by? Or what have you heard dandruff is caused by? Edgy scalp, I would say. Yeah. But coming Mm. from what? Dry scalp. Dry scalp, yeah. I think that was like the common theme is like, your scalp's too dry. And I don't know if this is where the whole, let's stop washing your hair, but once every seven days came from. <laughs> but I've never done that. You do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. What do you think? Why do you think people not don't wash their hair as often anymore? Do you think it really helps your hair to look better and to be healthier? I think it probably isn't as drying. Yeah, right. There's yeah. probably some value of not washing your hair every day, but going too long can actually enhance your chances of getting dandruff. Going too long can actually enhance your chances of getting dandruff because dandruff isn't just caused by dryness of the scalp. And I think that also came from because most people get dandruff or you're more likely to get dandruff in the fall and winter months when it is cooler outside. But it actually has to do with the UV lights that's hitting your head. So in the summertime, the UVA lights from the sun that hit your scalp are actually helping to prevent dandruff because it's breaking down the oils and actually the yeast, which is causing dandruff. And it's no longer reacting with with the oils on your scalp. Does that make sense? Yes. So maybe I should back up and say, what actually causes dandruff? It actually has to do with yeast, more times than not, a yeast that's on your scalp that's, it's really a harmless yeast, but if there's too much oil or there's too much buildup on your scalp, it will react with that. And that's where the dandruff come from. It will make those flakes or it'll make your cells on your head, on your scalp, overlap and kind of clump together and that's what causes the flake or the white flaky clumps of scalp to come off so it's actually caused by an excess of oil and some don't even like to say that it's an excess of oil but it's definitely not a dryness it really has to do with the yeast presence on the scalp and how it's reacting with that so there is some thought and i did this for a while i put coconut oil in my hair And I would do this once a week at least and leave it in for, you know, a solid 12 to 24 hours. And what I noticed was my scalp was getting more irritated and my hair started falling out. Have you ever done that? Like the cocoa, like the coconut oil? What did you think? Did you not notice anything? No. So, I mean, there is some, there is some value in oiling the bottom of your hair to keep it from getting dry. But of course, products and other things can dry it out. But actually adding oil to your scalp is really not that great for your scalp in general. So you should wash your hair more if you have dandruff. Yeah, but not every day. Like there's got to be a balance somewhere in the lines of once every couple of days. So you don't want it to be dry either because that can cause itchiness, but that's not going to cause quote unquote what we know as of dandruff. That's just going to cause 
like irritation essentially i've had like itchy scalp in the winter before like when you have um like really hot water mm-hmm. or hard water i've got itchy scalp from that but not dandruff right that's probably more irritation from the hot water which we know is not great for your skin in general <laughs> feels super good uh, maybe we should do a podcast on why you should take cold showers mm. <laughs> okay So it's caused by, again, that yeast, but there are other things that can really make dandruff worse or make the yeast more pronounced. One is candida, which is an overall yeast, systemic yeast infection in the body. I don't want to say infection, but an overgrowth of yeast. We hear hear about candida all the time. You thought you had candida. Mm -hmm. Um, So candida is, again, just more of a systemic yeast, and that can cause things like dandruff. It can cause sinus infections, body odor uh, of course, yeast infections, because that's often where we hear of what we think of as yeast is being yeast infections, but it can come out in all places all over the body. So it's just a fungal overgrowth. You can also have dangerous dandruff with food sensitivities and allergies. So what you eat can create that. And there is some thought that they don't think dandruff is an inflammatory response in the body, but I'm almost certain that everything that is a reaction has to do with some sort of inflammatory response. I could be wrong, but think about itching, right? That's almost always caused by some kind of inflammatory response. Like if you get a bug bite and it's itchy, like that's an inflammatory response to the body. Right. So I'm going to lead to believe that it has to do with inflammation and that's why food sensitivities and allergies can make it worse. You can also have reactions to different shampoos and conditioners, um, especially if you're not getting them out of your scalp well or not washing your hair correctly, which there is a right and wrong way to wash your hair, which most people don't know. Okay, speaking of this, I've heard lately that there are people who put conditioner in and then they shampoo their hair. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay. I heard it doesn't matter how long you leave the conditioner in your hair. Like, you know, I used mm-hmm. to say like leave in for one to two minutes. I yeah. heard that that doesn't matter. I don't know. I'll have to look into this more. But I've heard of a couple of people who are doing it and they're feeling like their hair is more volumizing and healthier when they condition and then they shampoo it all out. I'll try it. Okay, try it. Because they say that you're pulling, again, some of, like, the oils are replenishing it. And then when you shampoo, you're not necessarily pulling the oils out, but you're having a deeper cleanse. I'm not sure how it all works, but we'd have to look into that. So try it out. Let us know how that works for you. So other things that can cause the injury are skin conditions, stress. So if you're too stressed at work or life, that can cause um, excess dandruff and your hair falling out in general. Environmental exposures, microbiome dysfunction, which every smell that we're going to find in the body, every skin reaction is going to have somewhat of an association with a gut dysfunction or your microbiome dysfunction. And when we talk about like the gut and the probiotics and how important that is over the last 10 years, I feel like it's really become an important topic. That's having an impact all over your body. And one of the best ways to determine how healthy your gut is, is actually to look on the outside of your skin. So if your skin is highly reactive or sensitive, or you have dandruff or acne or whatever it is, a lot of times it's just correlated to the health of your gut. So doing things like probiotics, prebiotics, enhancing your diet, of course, are always going to help. Um, alcohol again, makes it worse and a lack of brushing your hair can make it worse. So the more circulation that you get to your scalp, the better off or the healthier your scalp is going to be. So brushing your hair over and over and over. I feel like this was like a nineties thing where people would sit in front of their mirror and like brush their hair and brush their hair and brush your hair. Marsha Brady. (laughs) The sixties. But there is a lot of value to brushing your hair every single day. So I know this whole not wash your hair trend is in and quote unquote grunge is in. (laughs) But 
even if you want to go for the grunge look, you could brush your hair at the end of the day. Like stimulating your scalp can be really powerful and it can also help prevent hair loss or thinning hair, which could be a whole nother podcast episode. We're not really there to the thinning hair age, but that is a legit problem that many women face. So those are some of the reasons that you get dandruff. So again, I just want to be clear that it's not due to dry skin. Um, Oftentimes it's the yeast interfering or interacting with the oil on your scalp. So the longer you go without washing, chances are the more irritated your scalp will be in time. Again, I'm not a proponent of washing your hair every day. I don't really know. I'm not a hairstylist. They have all, all these thoughts and ideas. But I'm saying that there has to be a balance. And in general, we're just over product people. Like we put way too many products on our body where our body can naturally manage its own oil levels. The more, sometimes the more that you put things on and the more oils will be released because those oils are a detox pathway for your body. So like think about your face. Like if you wash it and you put all these lotions on and everything, like your your face can actually release more oils in response to that rather than just doing a soap and water or just a water wash or rinse um, where your pH level is going to be naturally balanced. So products can be really harmful. Now, have you ever experienced shampoo that really does make your scalp itchy or dry it out or not really? I don't think so. It's hard because we're moving into this whole natural hair care, which I really believe in, but natural hair care doesn't always get your hair as clean either. There's no lather. There's no lather. (laughs) That's what the sulfates do, right? Or not. Mm-hmm. Stop drinking your tea and answer the question. <laughs> yes, that's I think what that's what sulfates are for. <laughs> okay, so you have to find a decent shampoo or something that you can go with and really help maintain that natural balance. But I'm going to give you a few tips to help you get rid of dandruff or just help your scalp in general because it really is a part of your body. Like your hair is a really important feature of your body, not just your looks. So again, dandruff is going to be worse in the wintertime because the UVA lo- lights or rays coming from the sun will help basically break down the oils so they're not as reactive with the yeast, um, which is pretty cool. And then fix your diet. So if you're having food sensitivities or itchy skin or you have other skin issues, maybe start looking at your diet and your gut, um, which all of us should be doing in general and starting to eliminate some foods that you think you're reacting to. So how do you fix this? Well, there's a lot of remedies that people think, but over and over and over again, what we see is apple cider vinegar which tends to be the cure-all for everything. Like it used to be coconut oil, which I really think coconut oil has a lot of value still, but it's going back to apple cider vinegar (laughs) over and over and over. Like rubbing apple cider vinegar in your armpits. Have you ever done that to get rid of the smell and the bacteria? No. (laughs) It smells worse initially, as you can imagine. (laughs) But uh, apple cider vinegar is really great at basically restoring the pH of the body and getting rid of the bacteria. So using a rinse of apple cider vinegar, which my understanding is it's like one to two te- one to two tablespoons per half cup of water. So you just put that, mix it together, and then just run it over your hair can help. Also lemon juice. So they say if you put a few drops of lemon juice in with your shampoo and you rub that in your hair, that can actually make your scalp feel really good. Not something that I would think of, but that's lemon juice. Taking probiotics and prebiotics, obviously helping your gut, increasing your zinc levels in your body, which often has to come from supplementation. So like a multivitamin or something like that. Improving blood circulation. So making sure you brush your hair and again, massaging your scalp. So even if you're not washing your hair every day and like really massaging it, you could just run your hands through your head and give it a good massage. Um, And then just watch your reaction to hair care products. Like I know um, dry shampoos can tend to cause this. 
There can be uh, reactions with other creams and mousse that you might put in, in your in your hair. So just be a, aware that if you develop dandruff and you've changed something about your hair care routine, is it possibly related to that? So just being more aware of that. But I would say if you're struggling with dandruff, I would totally do the apple cider vinegar or the lemon juice. There is like a honey wash or a honey rinse that you can do, which is you have to buy really high quality honey. Um, but one to two tablespoons and two thirds cup hot water can be really, really good and conditioning to your hair as well. I've never done a honey mask for my hair or my face, no. but they are in. It seems sticky. It seems sticky, but I suppose you wash it out, so I suppose you're fine. (laughs) But that is dandruff in a nutshell. It's not caused by dry skin, but more likely oily skin and definitely the yeast, the overgrowth of yeast in the body. So take care of your diet, fix your gut, and switch to all natural hair care products. That's it for dandruff. I hope that answered your question about what dandruff is, how you can fix it, and try out the apple cider rinse. I know I'll try it out. Maybe even some lemon juice in our shampoo. And Whitney is going to try out doing conditioner before shampoo. If anyone has anything to say about that, please let us know. In the meantime, don't forget to check out more information on dandruff. Get all of the how-to on curing it naturally over in the show notes at simperitswellness.com backslash 103. Yes, all of the information from every podcast can always be found in the show notes, and that's always at simperitswellness.com backslash followed by the episode number. In this case, it's 103. So I hope you'll head on over there, get all the information on dandruff that we learned about in today's show, and the products that I use to keep my scalp looking clean. In the meantime, next week, we will be back with a very special guest, and this has got to be one of the most thought-provoking podcasts coming up, and it's on our senses and how we can utilize our senses to live with more joy, happiness, and in health. So stay tuned next week as we come back with that show and followed by another episode in your most embarrassing health questions. See you then.